The story you are about to hear is true. It is a story of great suffering, heartache, great pain from the torture, and the ultimate sacrifice through death. It is also a story of great courage, great faith, great hope, obedience, and love. Even though this sounds like the story of Christ, it is not. It is a story of a mother and her seven sons who died a horrific death because they would not bow down or give in to the pride, boastful arrogance of a man's law. They died refusing to disobey the laws that God set forth for man to live by and keep. They refused to eat swine's flesh. Warning, the story is graphic and in some instances unimaginable. But this story is in the Apocrypha 2 Maccabees chapter 7, which is a part of the Holy Bible. This story tells of a king who made laws for the Jews to disobey the laws of God and obey the laws of man, such as eating swine's flesh. And when the brothers refused, this made the king very angry because they would not bow down to him. And for this, they were all tortured and put to death one by one, each one looking on before their turn. They believed strongly in the word of God and must have had this scripture in mind, Matthew ten twenty-eight. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear, fear him which is able to destroy both body and, and soul in hell. This family was tortured greatly, but their faith was in the kingdom of heaven and their hope was in the resurrection. Now here is their story. Seven brothers with their mother being forced to eat swine, they refused and therefore they were tormented and beaten with scourges and whips. But this was not the worst of their torment. One son spoke first and said, We are ready to die rather than to transgress the laws of our fathers. This put the king in a rage. He commanded the pans and cauldrons to be made hot. And while they were being heated, the king commanded to cut out the tongue of the brother who spoke first. The utmost parts of his body were cut off also. While he was yet alive and suffering, they brought him to the fire and he was fried in the pan. While the mother and the rest of the brothers looked on, the mother told her sons this, The Lord God looketh upon us as Moses in his song, which witnessed to their faces, declared, saying, And he shall be comforted in his servants. Now the second son they made an example of. They pulled off the skin of his head with the hair and then asked him, Wilt thou eat before thou be punished throughout every member of thy body? He answered, No. And then was he tortured as his brother. But with his last breath he said, Thou like a fury taketh us out of this present life. But the king of this world shall raise us up who have died for his laws unto everlasting life. When the third brother was required to hold out his tongue and hands to be cut off, he did so manfully and courageously said, These 
I hid from heaven, and for his laws I despised them, and from him I hoped to receive them again. Three sons were now dead, and the fourth son was mangled and tormented like his brothers. But when he was ready to die, he said, It is good to be put to death by men, to look for hope from God, to be raised up again by him. As for thee, thou shalt have no resurrection to life. They brought forth the fifth son and mangled him. He looked at the king and said before his death, Thou hast power over men. Thou art corruptible. Thou doest what thou wilt. Yet think not that our nation is forsaken of God. Now the sixth son, being ready to die, spoke to the king. And one of the things he said to him before he was tortured, But think not thou that takest in hand to strive against God, that thou shalt escape unpunished. King Antiochus, thinking himself hated and refusing to be defeated, spoke to the seventh son, who was the youngest of the brothers. The king assured him with promises that he would make him a rich and happy man if he would turn from the laws of his fathers. In other words, break the laws of God. The king said he would also take him for his friend and trust him with his affairs. When the young man would not listen to him or give in, the king advised the mother to talk to her son to give in so that his life could be saved. When the king exhorted the mother with many words, she promised him she would counsel him and she laughed the king to scorn. You see, the mother had exhorted every one of her sons before they died, in her own language, to be courageous for the Lord. It was the Holy Spirit that made the mother courageous and bold. She told them, God will, of his own mercy, give them breath and life again, and not to regard their own lives for the laws of God. And the mother told the seventh son, Fear not this tormentor, but being worthy of thy brethren, take thy death, that I may receive thee again in mercy with thy brethren. While she was yet speaking, the young man said, For our brethren, who now have suffered a short pain, are dead under God's covenant of everlasting life. But thou, through the judgment of God, shalt receive just punishment for thy pride. But as for my brethren, offer up my body and life for the laws of our fathers, beseeching God that he would speedily be merciful unto our nation, and that thou by torments and plagues mayest confess that he alone is God. So this man died undefiled and put his whole trust in the Lord. Matthew five thirty, And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. This scripture is not speaking of physically cutting off thy right hand. It is spiritually speaking that you should put away anyone or anything that is close to you or something you feel you need in this world that would keep you from obeying the laws of God. This is what you should cast or put away. We must have strong faith, hope, obedience to the laws of God. Without these, you are not able to make sacrifices for the Lord. 
Today in this country of the U.S. of A., we have religious freedom to serve God, even those who serve false gods or idols. But we must still sacrifice and take up our cross and follow after Christ. In closing, Exodus 19.5. Now therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine.